I'm at that other door and I'm I'm touching the door. I'm I'm scanning the door. Is there anything about this door in particular? Uh no. Um, let me kind of again read this. Um, it's featureless concrete. The walls are featureless concrete. The ceiling is made of metal. That's it. it's got the spikes coming out of it that are metal. There are no doorknobs on either door. Uh, ten foot by ten foot by a twelve foot room. There are no items in there. You've got a hundred small holes that correspond with the spikes. From the from the holes come the smelly fart gas, and the the wall is grinding down on top of you, slowly. Um, can I can I when I look through the holes, uh, is can I see anything? Hold on, it's possible. It's possible. Um, let me let me let me quickly read ahead. Well, pause the time while you read, sir. Oh, I haven't, I haven't started the time yet. I haven't even started oh. the time yet. I'm like, <laughs> hold on. Oh, there's ten seconds left. So guess what? You found something. <laughs> I wish I could pay my bills with heat tolerance, but I feel like my my heat tolerance is is you know if I was a character. And it had little, mm-hmm. like super, you know, in depth stats. My heat tolerance score would be pretty high. No <laughs> lie. Yeah, dude. dude. <laughs> I, Breaking down the the stats for your character. Like, where's where's um, heat tolerance? Can I? Yeah. Can I bump that one up because I know what life is like in the heat. <laughs> I know what it's like in the heat, and you never know if we're gonna go deep space. Then we might visit planets that have you know extreme temps, and uh, I want to have an edge. When yeah, confronting the new alien race. You, you want you want the advantage. Well, they, it wouldn't be an advantage. You'll just be on even playing field because they'll be used to it as well. And, but they'll be they'll be freaking out. They like, they're true. like, oh shit, this one. They'd be like, <laughs> you're definitely not one of us, but you seem oddly comfortable <laughs> over here. What's up? Yeah, man. Well, okay. I want I I will admit this to you now. I have a bit of a master plan. Um, okay. We talked a little bit very recently about what we could do for this. And so mm-hmm, I'm glad, mm-hmm. I'm glad that you have joined us, the trio, mm-hmm. uh, welcome. But I, uh, got high throughout the day and I think I came up with, a. I feel like something struck me. And so I want to run with it and, um, it will, while we can't do what we originally wanted to do, what we will do is, uh, something that I think is foreshadowing this is like this could be a uh, foreshadowing moment for the podcast this could be a peek into the future who knows but um with well all of- it, I, and, I, and i like that you say that because the way both of our brains work is if you don't have something i will have something <laughs> and so right before we got on i was like boom that's if he if he asks me what, what what what's on my mind, what what's my topic, like boom, that's where I'm going because it's something that's that I can recently just throw in those jabs. So, but please carry on, my wayward son. I think you will find uh, built-in moments with which to throw those jabs, and I'm already titillated. So all I'm going to say to you, the listener, anybody that is involved now, just buckle up. We'll see how this goes. It's a podcast. I mean, we can edit things out, you know, because this hasn't even happened yet, even though by the time you're hearing it, it's obviously happened. So, LaRoyal, what is up, dude? Um, Guess what? Yes, I'm I'm consulting a book here. I don't want to reveal the book just yet. but um, yeah. 
Hell um, yeah. Is it, uh, is it Darth Plagueis? Is it Darth? <laughs> let me get let me get uh, settled in here. All right. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm like in my little nerd cave over here. Okay. Um, <laughs> the door shuts behind you. You hear the snick or bolts closing and realize that you are well and truly trapped. On the opposite wall is a door. It bears a single inscription, the word patience. Looking around the room, you take in its dimensions. It's 20 feet by 20 feet with a 12 foot ceiling. You notice that there are no doorknobs on either door. The walls and the ceiling are featureless concrete. The floor is made up of identical tiles, each one foot by one foot square. <clears throat> they are all gray, except for one bright green one near the center of the room. There was nothing else in the room. What do you do? I was waiting for that last part. Um, all right. Let me recap with the disadvantage of not having the script that we're supposed to be going by in front of me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm in a room. No, 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 no. I go through a door and behind me, I can hear it was what I think you said, the snickets. Which yeah. is basically yeah. the yeah, the thing that you hear when the door closes. Whatever the noise is. Yeah. I hear that. And I realize I'm in a 20 by 20. 20 feet by 20 feet with a 12 foot ceiling. 12 so, foot ceiling. Yeah. Uh I, I can touch because your boy got a vertical. Um <laughs> on the floor is all of the same one foot tile floor and in the center there's a, a a green one the door opposite has the word patience on it mm -hmm. neither door has a knob very good memory now when you when you started i thought i was running away from something <laughs> i thought this was a we it's close to midnight. <laughs> Something he was looking from the dark. I thought you meant like I like where you your know. head is. <laughs> it's a, Happy it's season, everyone. It's seasonally appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> but now, now it just seems like you know I casually happen to walk into this room and it says patience. First thing I'm going to do after I gather my bearings, I will take a deep breath. I will. I will abide. By what the but by what the word means and what the word says, patience. I'll get my deep breath, breathe it out, understand my surroundings. And obviously, I'm gonna to go to the green, uh the, the green spot, the green tile. Just, for, just because it's, no, it's, it's green. Yeah. It's 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 the obvious something is special about this tile so i'll go to it i'm not in any rush i'm not trying to quickly find a way out i'm just going that's the first thing i'm going to look at i'm treating this like an escape room by the word saying patience means you obviously you have to wait for something and 
the more patient you are, the better the solution. I'm looking at the towel I'm gonna, uh, and then if anything else, I'm not gonna sit on it. I wanna, I wanna, I'm gonna sit in front of it or whatever orientation I'm facing. I'm sitting in front in front of it. Uh, crisscross applesauce style, by the way. I'm looking at it. Is this see-through? Did you tell me that? If it is it translucent or is it just green? <clears throat> no, there's nothing mentioned about it being translucent. Uh, for, uh, ultra super detail um, is that there are exactly 399 gray tiles and one green tile set into the floor. Nothing about it being translucent, though. Well, then, yeah. I mean, now that you tell me that super deep detail, <laughs> I'm going to sit by it. And uh, I'm going to get bored. So the first thing I'm going to do, maybe it's my OCD. I will count how many rows are at the top. <laughs> and then I'm going to count the columns on the, on, the, uh, on, the, yeah, on the left side. Yeah. Just for math. Just so sure. I can know, okay, there are 400 tiles and one that happens to be green. And then I'm going to check the corners of this tile. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if, it, if there's any. I'm gonna apply pressure, but not not push. I'm just gonna like gent, gentle, just to see what happens. Like if it moves, if it moves. How much pressure would you say? I mean, you're pushing on it. I mean, how much pressure do you need before <laughs> you pull the trigger to a gun? I'll answer that question. You <laughs> well, to the point, like to the point, if you start to already feel it go, do you immediately withdraw or do you just write it out? Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pressing it's six, it's okay. six pounds of pressure, but I, I think I could be making this up. Uh, if you are a gun fanatic, and I'm, I'm sorry about the, the math and the facts I'm about to give out, could be false. Um, I'm gonna press down six pounds of pressure. <laughs> Because I believe it's seven pounds to pull the trigger. <laughs> so, okay. Once I feel like it's it's at that um, clicking point of the pressure, I'm gonna press it all the way. Well, as the dad. as the green tile is depressed, you hear a mechanical clip, easily yeah. easily recognized as that of an explosive mine being armed. Ah, okay. Tick, tick, tick. Comes a steady beat from under the green tile. Okay. A loud voice speaks to you. Mm -hmm. You you have just set a 35-pound anti-tank mine. You have exactly three minutes to die. The voice stops. Now what do you do? Uh, I would argue and say, <laughs> um, mine don't have countdowns. <laughs> what mine in any movie has a countdown is supposed to be when I release the pressure off of my hand, kaboom. Now that, now that I know I got three minutes. You have, you have actually two and a half minutes. I have a timer going. Uh, yeah, you're at, you're basically 40 seconds in. All right. I press down, tick, tick, tick. I, I got like a minute left. 
because of the conversation. Um, I'm riding it out. I guess I'm gonna just ride it out. Mainly because I move my hand, kaboom. I do nothing in two minutes, kaboom. So you, so you've depressed to the green tile. Yeah. Let's say, let's say, would you do it with your foot? Would you do it with your hand? No, it's my hand because I was crisscross applesauce. Okay, yeah, that's right. You were seated and you're just trying to press down. So you can obviously get some leverage to it, but you haven't budged. You've pressed it down. And as soon as it clicked, it was probably, oh shit, fro freeze. And then almost immediately the voice goes. And, and then before you can even process what you're being told, you're like, what? There's a timer? Tick, tick, tick. Yeah. And, and, and to conclude, we are a minute and 35 seconds in. So you're halfway there, literally the, the halfway part of uh, three minutes. So at this point, you you still feel content with waiting it out? Do I have service? You don't have anything but yourself. Oh. Then, yeah. I'm one is that patience i already failed it because i i pressed this button and two i have to uh commit to this choice that i've made wholeheartedly he said commit to the choice commit it's uh you know the timer's still going we're at two minutes 10 seconds so that would mean 50 seconds left right if we were counting backwards um yeah. before we hit the three minute mark so you're still there in the room mm -hmm. uh it's the same room you walked into with 399 gray tiles one foot by one foot and the one green one uh, we're at two minutes, 27, 20, and, no, and, then, and then I want to remember, I, re I remember the, the blast radius. How big was this radius? It says you just, you have just set a 35 pound anti-tank, anti-tank oh, mine. So it weighs 35 pounds and it's meant to blow up tanks. And so if we're taking it at its word, you have 10 seconds to live. Are you still writing this out? I'm writing it out, man. 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, three minutes exactly. Yeah. The ticking stops. The door opens. You feel an incredible sense of relief. You have survived your first test. <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> Congratulations, man. And welcome to the fucking pie, guys. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah well I done dude um you totally survived i stopped it technically at three minutes 0.36 seconds um and uh patience patience pays off patience is a virtue as they say um patience saved your life and maybe 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 you could conclude there was no other option because what else was there in the room it was like there wasn't anything else, right? The, it, it, from the description, straight out of the book. I'm not embellishing. It was just a plain room as far as you can understand, right? Like stone or yeah. steel, it doesn't matter. There's no knobs, like nothing else to grab onto. The only thing to interact with is the thing they want you to interact with. Yeah. So so there's a key there maybe, right? There's an obvious clue. It's almost, um, it's almost riddler-like i mean for me that's where my bias brain goes i'm sure there's a lot of other examples of villains out there that that leave clues and death traps you know but it's like a saw let's say maybe for more for the horror season um mm -hmm. you know it's like that that was the great message of those movies right was um mm -hmm. was first of all you were some unsavory person thrown into it it wasn't like you were some just innocent 
you know, victim. I mean, come on, um, it's, it's me. I'm, I'm unsavory. <laughs> but we all have some unsavoriness to us, probably to our core. Um, but uh, yeah, and and so anyway, you get thrown into this test. I obviously didn't give you any uh, heads up, and you processed it. Uh, your thought process out loud was great, uh, especially for a podcast. You know, for audio. Oh yeah, and uh, you succeeded, man. So. I don't want to sound like a like a stupid mad genius in my mind, uh, you know, an hour ago thinking, I think this would be a cool idea. But um, I had a feeling you would excel at that, dude. So shout out to surviving the first test. And all I will say is that maybe there will be more tests sprung upon you over the course of this recording. Yeah. Therefore, for us <laughs> to enjoy. So, um, but you, I gotta stay on my toe. <laughs> you better stay on your fucking, just because you survived that one doesn't mean that you're out of the woods yet. Um, and of course, it should be mentioned if you had pulled your hand off, let's say in this instance, oh yeah, yeah, you would you would have died. You, you oh, yeah. you would have died. You would have basically made the mind go off. So yes, patience is the virtue, and it is the key. It's the key. <laughs> Just gotta wait. But, but let out. me talk to the the manufacturer who says there's a countdown. <laughs> yeah, what else? Well, see, that's the that's the um, supervillain tangent to it. That's the detail of like. True. It's not just some trap that you, some innocent person stumbled into. This is a room you were thrown into and we don't know the before. And for people like us, we often need to have a moment before, but we don't know the before and we don't even know the after because the story is still being, te the story is still being told, but, uh, yeah, that's right. uh, yeah, I love it. And, uh, you were talking about jabs. Oh yeah. Do you, do you think you can you know, you, throw us a jab? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. I'll throw a jab. I'll throw a jab because you know, with, with, Pie guys, we go over any and all topics. You know, we were going to do uh, some comic book stuff, and that's been a, a something I've mentioned um, as of late. Um, and whereas maybe I haven't read this particular comic, but I have finally finished Peacemaker. Oh. In which I will ask you. Because I, basing it off of Suicide Squad, I thought Peacemaker was a deranged um, uh, bad guy who had a weird sense of justice. And maybe, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But the show gave so much detail and trauma and backstory to such a character that I've never known anything about in the DC universe that he becomes such a a welcome person into my my knowledge of DC now, and I guess I guess he's like the anti-hero. I mean, he's still Task Force X, so there's still a degree of like he's not all there in in, in brain and in the head or whatever. But this show honestly capitalizes on one the reasons why he's not, and that's not something you often see when it when it comes to these types of villains and i and i guess the jab would be do we do we as a as a culture need to spend more time within understanding and and watching and viewing the anti-heroes mm. because there there is a sense that the anti-heroes are honestly more closer to relating to a normal human being yeah, it's not the um, it's the it's the kind of the truth we maybe don't want to admit into a microphone, you know, um, that kind of a thing. Of 
I mean, how long have we as a culture, if you want to take it in that angle, if you want to go pure culture and impact and um, these, some of these characters have been around longer than our grandparents have, obviously, at this point, like, you know, Batman, yeah. for instance, 80 plus years. Um, yeah, I mean, you get, there was a time when the superhero was always, was always uh, hands on hips, you know, mm-hmm. like, big smile, wide stance. Uh, I, lives I that, a lives a very fortunate life. I believe that's position like four or five in the uh, you know theme park world. Like you gotta have like six, oh, yeah. you gotta have like six go to poses or something. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. position five is like um, <laughs> the, the superhero pose, the classic superhero right. pose. And then of course that got dark um, almost for every single any comic book character. I feel like that's been around for enough long enough time goes through this sort of period where you know they go from the, the wholesome old school days to well mm-hmm. darker and edgier stories and it is is it no surprise why those stories resonate more with with readers and stick around and then yeah you start getting closer to that gray line like you're talking about and i think in a in a nutshell it's going to sound like un, an unintelligent sort of like synopsis of what you're talking about but I, I just agree with you in that sense that people are probably more gray if you want to use those terms like dark and light side, et cetera, sure. all these things in fiction, yeah. uh, people are more probably a lot more gray than they are um, at any other scale. And and ideally, I st- maybe, you know, I still think that there are more good people, right? There's more people that lean to the light than to the, mm-hmm. to the, to the extreme dark, because how would, you know, how would society still function? Um, but getting off topic. Um, yeah. People, I think, are more gray. I think even like to the political sphere of things, it's uh, uh, everything gets talked about the one side or the other side, this color, that color. But I, I'd be willing to bet you if most people sat down and talked things out, they'd probably come to some conclusion that they're more alike than they are different. You know, like differences may mm-hmm. be obvious and stark, but like if you really got, if you want to talk about just like pure human levels, it's like how different are we really? We're all kind of striving for the same thing, that, that ideal – I think more people are going to be probably in the middle, but uh, yeah. So in simplistic terms, I would agree that like there's, that's probably why we strive towards those or, or not strive for that, but uh, you know, maybe glorify it on some level or why it's become popular is because yeah, it resonates the most who can really relate with being like the emperor from star Wars, who was like pure evil or like, yeah, sure. uh, you know what I mean? Who sure. could, that, that, that's, that's why Superman on some level comic book character is, is kind of the struggle of that character though. It's like, well, if he could do anything, what stops him? Well, he grew up human, you know, he grew up human mm-hmm. for a time and then found out later on in life. Oh, guess what? You're not like us. <laughs> so it's like, he's literally str- struggling with that too. But on some level you could argue Superman is boring because he's just like, yeah, I have to save the world and I have to make the right yeah. choice every time and nobody <laughs> can die. And I have, you know, guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, man, that's cool. I, I want to, we root for that. I think because we want to believe in that. It's like, yeah, I want to believe sure. that. Well, that's why he's Superman though too. Right? Like I want to believe the best man. If, if the best of man was condensed into one person, he better be able to, make the world spin around you better be able to do yeah, all that but that's, shit but that's what i mean with peacemaker you know the first introduction suicide squad he's in jail and he's gonna do this this mission now you realize that he's a bit too extreme when it comes to like getting the mission done because he's twisted and then you watch the show and it's like 
the show makes you root for him because you you, you as you're seeing his backstory and the things that he's doing it's it's not oh wait he's not a villain he's just he does things to the bit extreme but you want him to have a have the happy ending you want him you want things to go his way because of the way that the, the cars that have been dealt towards him that when when you know bad things continue to happen to him you're just like man can the guy get the break and now the writers have won you over to where you want the anti-hero to finally receive his gold star just like with with uh eddie brock and venom you know he's a he's a trashy person he treats people awful but next thing you know the writers have found a way for you to be like no he's just a guy caught up in a bad situation and we want things to work out for him like i i'm starting to appreciate that a lot more than the oh well he's superman so of course <laughs> of course he's gonna he's gonna save lois before she hits the ground last minute of course he's bulletproof of course all these great things can happen because he's superman i mean granted i have not watched uh what is it um superman and lois from the 90s you're talking like the dean kane one? No, no the new one. Oh, the newer one see i'm out of touch then that's where i'm my boy that's where my spirit is i haven't seen the new one either i hear i hear it's great a I lot of people resonate with that guy right it. he's kind of like yeah. the darker looking one like yeah kind of, he is it kind of looks like shane if he was superman yeah <laughs> don't don't give this man ideas for, for halloween <laughs> he's gonna listen to this and be like i knew it hell yeah i'm on it bro <laughs> <laughs> he can pull it off too he got buff in case you haven't noticed but um, um it's funny you know we're talking superheroes we're talking comics etc um you are kind of a superhero though and we've we joke about that on the podcast we call you the titanium one because you're you're the superhero of the pie guys and um you have superhero traits and qualities so like if if i if somebody was like hey of all the people you know who do you hmm. think will, could be a, like a crime fighter could be a hero I'd yeah like, it's gonna be Leroy and his clan you know his family dude Send me out, man. You know, you know, I got the cloak hoodies. I got the little long black hoodie that's longer than my body that goes over my head. Yes. I love it. And I know you're a fan of kick ass, so it would be kind of like training your 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 proteges, your little like, you know. I, I made nunchucks. Hit girls. Actually, more specifically, uh um, yeah, the-, the signal uh from Batman Universe. The signal he I don't even know if they were nunchucks, but they were they were two sticks that were uh, attached to each other. And I took some PVC pipes, painted them yellow, and I can juggle them like nunchucks. And I was like, yo, this is amazing. I legit made some weapons. I know. I know. And that's this is my point. Like, the more I'm thinking about it, the more um, I'll be your Alfred. That's basically what I'm getting at. <laughs> I'll be the guy. Um, but you know who else needs to be the guy right now? Who's that? Surprise death trap time. Uh, you oh, need to be okay. the guy Back in because uh, your life is in danger again. Um, and I'm, you... I'm intently listening to all the clues now. Okay, I'm going to try to I, – I haven't read this in a while, as you can obviously fucking tell by the last time I read this. But um, um, here we go. <clears throat> the door swings shut behind you. You hear the snick of bolts closing and realize that you are well and truly trapped. On the opposite wall is a door. It bears a single inscription, the word fulfillment. 
looking around the room, you take in its dimensions. It's 10 feet by 10 feet this time, with a 12-foot ceiling. You notice that there are no doorknobs on either door. The walls are featureless concrete. The ceiling is made of metal and has about 100 protruding spikes at one-foot intervals all over its surface. Classic spiky death trap room. It doesn't say that. That was that was what I added. <clears throat> real quick, real quick, real quick. How does it say how long these spikes are? It does not. It just says there's a hundred of them, and they are one foot apart, basically one foot intervals all over the surface of the ceiling. The floor is also concrete, but there are about one hundred small holes punched in every foot or so. You realize that the position of the spikes on the ceiling should exactly match the holes on the floor. There are no other objects in the room. As you are looking around, you suddenly hear a grinding sound from above. You see that the entire ceiling is slowly moving down toward you. You're just feeling that things could hardly be worse when you get a whiff of an unpleasant smell. Looking down, you see that some kind of thick yellowish gas is seeping up out of the holes in the floor. What are you doing? Well, that's BS. <laughs> All right. Um, the ceiling's closing in. All this, all the holes. So the spikes are obviously going to go in these holes, and the floor is going to, and I'm, I'm going to get crushed. There's, uh, where's this gas coming from? The gas is basically coming from the holes in the ground. So the spikes from the ceiling are moving downward on you while gas from below is being seeped out through the holes because the spikes weren't enough fuck you you know yeah yeah um and it, it and i and i smell the gas and, it, and it's just it just smells bad uh well let me hold on let me backtrack to the uh it just says it just says yeah it's an unpleasant smell so it doesn't get any more specific it's you know maybe it's a Maybe it's just farts, you know. It's just constant fart smells mm. because it is a mm. yellowish. It is a yellowish gas. Um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't say anything else beyond that. But yeah, it's an unpleasant smell coming up, and the spikes are coming down. And so I'm uh, going to go to another door. And pretty, I'm, I'm pretty soon I'm going to set a timer again, though. I want to let you know I'm going to set another timer because the book is mentioning this. I'm not going to tell you how long of a timer this time. So last time okay. I had a timer and then it was it was important, but this timer will represent the 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 ceiling moving in on you. So in a little bit I will start the timer with, and I will let you know when I've started the oh, timer. Oh, the, the, there's only there's only one timer that you're setting for the for that thing. Yes, it's for the oh, ceiling. Okay. I, oh, I. I was already under the impression it was already moving. You said I heard a mechanical noise. No, right? it, it is moving. I'm just saying, like, it's basically how much you have before you would be squished, before you'd be impaled. Oh, all right. I'm at that other door, and I'm I'm touching the door. I'm I'm scanning the door. Is there anything about this door in particular? Uh, no. Um, let me kind of again read this. Um, it's featureless concrete. The walls are featureless concrete. The ceiling is made of metal. That's it's got the spikes coming out of it that are metal. There are no doorknobs in either door, uh, 10 foot by 10 foot by a 12 foot room. There are no items in there. You've got a hundred small holes that correspond with the spikes from the, from the holes come the smelly fart gas and the, the wall is grinding down on top of you slowly. Um, can I, can I, when I look through the holes, uh, is, can I see anything? 
hold on. It's possible. It's possible. Um, let me let me let me quickly read ahead. Well, pause the time while you read, sir. Oh, I haven't I haven't started the time yet. I haven't even started <laughs> oh. the time yet. I'm like, <laughs> hold on. Oh, there's ten seconds left. So guess what? You found something. <laughs> um. Uh, wait, what? Okay, so you want to check out the holes, basically. Yeah, you're asking if mm -hmm. you can check out the holes. You can, and um, I'm going to assume in your checking, this is what's happening. So now let me start the timer while you're checking the holes. Um, and obviously I haven't started yet. So this is this could be the anchor ad, you know. Um, here we go. No, wait. And timer started. So um, as you're checking the holes, um... <laughs> no, no, no. What do it's... I see? What do I see? <laughs> I'm making sure I'm reading the right thing. It's I don't want to give anything away. It's sort of hard to tell at first. Uh -huh. um, but on careful examination, you see that only one of the holes is not releasing any gas. I don't. Did you get that? I don't know if I. Yeah, you said only one of the holes is not releasing any gas. Right. So you're down around. You're smelling it. It's obviously mm -hmm. not taking you out yet necessarily. It's not hurting you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're you're looking, and then yeah, you realize oh, one of these holes of the hundred holes, yeah, no yeah. gas is coming out of that one. It is a tiny hole. Can I put my hand in it or? <laughs> Come on, man. You got you got to know how big these. You got to know, I ask how big these spikes are. So now I don't even know how big this hole is. You hear a click from somewhere right. down below. You put your finger down in there. That's what you're saying. Yeah, if I can, if I can. Okay, you hear a click from somewhere down below. The ceiling starts moving back up. The gas is quickly drained away. The door with the fulfillment inscription swings open. You feel an incredible sense of relief. You have survived your second test. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Put the finger in, dude. Yo, it was going it was going to get weird if if that didn't line up. <laughs> Which hole is it? I was, I was going to say I was going to be like, "All right, well let, let me let me breathe in some of this gas and I'm going to blow it in the <laughs> Let me suck it in. Uh, yeah. I'm going to siphon some yeah. of the gas out. I'm going to hold my breath, fulfill my lungs, basically, and, yeah. then, and then release the gas. Yeah, I know how to solve this puzzle. Uh, and then, and then, and then I like, would have said, all right, well, give, give me some more of that, that gas, and I'm going to breathe on the, on the door. <laughs> and then it's going to open because it's part of the show. The words no, man. are now fulfilled. There it is. There it is. Um, holy shit, dude. Uh, one, death trap's not enough, and two is not enough. I mean, at this point, yeah. how many death traps before the royal dies or does he die? Tune in in this episode specifically to keep finding out. Um, <laughs> On the about... next episode of Dragon Ball Z, which is actually going to be happening in like the next like 30 seconds. We're just going to go on our show. Right now, there will be the resolution, maybe, after this break. <laughs> um, shit. And you got any other jabs over there? You want some jabs? Uh, I th I thought I had one. 
um it, it was still on par with the whole anti-hero thing and i was just gonna compare i almost said antichrist i was just gonna compare um cena's uh peacemaker with someone else but i forgot who that someone else is um mainly because like i i had the time to finally sit down and watch it and i watched that and then i watched some young justice and i'm just like all over uh dc stuff right now i'm just i'm, I'm glad i'm taking the time to like to do it because I, I know i've been behind on lacking it but i can't remember that that other uh that other jab um no, well, I mean, I mean you, you, wanna... you got me perked up just saying you're watching more DC stuff because it's no surprise on this wavelength that uh, I I just come from, that's kind of my comic background of what I've read the most of and yeah. the stuff I've taken the most of in. So yeah, I'm a DC fan, I guess, if you want to just label it that. But um, I do like the X-Men, for instance, and, and Spider-Man, uh, definitely. Uh, we'll see, for, but for here, here's things, the thing, but... though. I When it comes to um their animated stuff and i'm sure we've said it like dc just nails their animated stuff on on across the board um i don't think i've ever seen a dc animated where i'm just like mm, well that was a waste like really coming away with, with that feeling uh i always feel like their animated stuff is just so great um i think the first one that sold it for me and i know we talked about it was uh, under the red hood and i was like that that's what I want from a DC uh, mm. uh, like movie in general. And then after that, I think it was Flashpoint. And I was just like, yo, Flashpoint. And awesome. then after that, it was um, uh, Justice League, Dark World War. I think something uh, where Constantine is like the the heavy hitter. Where like it's the main focus on oh. him. Yeah, just like dark apocalypse. Or, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. just like dark. I was just mm -hmm. like, my lord, all of this. Yeah, they've they do have a really dense world for for sure. Like it's, uh, and the animated stuff. I think it's, I think it's unmatched as far as being able to represent that. Like there are thankfully a lot of stuff now out there. You know, with the with the kind of old school Justice League shows with Young Justice and the revival and all these other things, but. But if you really want to talk shows and time significant shows, uh, I hate to just always toot the horn and, and be a broken record, but do I? I mean, it's been 30 years, maybe four nights ago or something, 30 years ago, mm. Bam Batman mm -hmm. the Animated Series debuted. Mm -hmm. And um, I would, I point to that not just because it's been 30 years, but I feel like it's shows like that that has sort of set the bar and the standard for for dc's animated stuff because it was like if you're going to produce this and this is still to this day hailed as the greatest representation of the character beyond mm -hmm. the comics um with arguably the two most character defining performances in there with respect to kevin conroy and mark hamill um if you're going to produce that then you better keep producing quality shit, right like it's like you have a reputation to uphold and mm -hmm. and and you look all these years later and it's and yeah that they they have a track record and maybe not everything is a hit necessarily but but you know they can obviously get away with more stuff they can um and and on some level maybe that was part of the excuse you know let's just make an animated film you know so that we can just show shit that we maybe always can't but there's some great stuff out there for sure and uh, uh frick dude shout out to uh batman the animated series that's 
I will for, that's the, you know, that's the thing. That's the one. That was the one that made everybody yeah. of my generation fall in love with Batman. I would I would even say Batman animated series is better than the X-Men of the 90s. I mean, I love that show too. You know, uh, we've talked about that a little bit. I know we talked about the animation style from time to time and, mm-hmm. and, and, and there was like, we knew of those characters, you know, we kind of knew them by name and by sight and we kind of knew some of their powers, but it felt like sometimes in that show, they didn't always get to showcase their powers, you know, like a Wolverine, maybe like, it's not his power sure, yeah. to have the claws, maybe. but but it was like, you know, there's always that gripe of like, he only ever clawed up Sentinels, but um, yeah. But it, to, in that comparison, there there's really like era defining cartoon shows. But yeah, I mean, I I don't see I don't see how anybody could argue that that take. You know, it's um, fuck man. Yeah, I, I'm the wrong guy because I'm I'm biased with that. So I'm just agreeing. With well, you. I mean, all right. Well, this this the, the X Men cartoon. It, I mean, I'm not saying it was bad. It was, no. it was also equally great in its own reserve. Like right. the things, the stuff that the stories that it told it was still good but when it comes to to batman and like i don't know like i i just said it was so so groundbreaking and then to the unknowing person who just for whatever reason didn't pay attention to what was happening when they moved over to batman beyond i was i was among at first i was among the people that didn't even realize it was a continuation like it completely, I mean, cause you know, you, you get Spider-Man, Spider-Man Unlimited, uh, and then all, all these different versions of a show because you just think, oh, this is just that version of the show. You're not thinking, oh, this is a continuation, but then you're like, oh, wait, hold up. That's, that's the Batman from Batman Animated? Well, when, when, when were you going to tell me? Like you get upset because like so many years have passed that you don't connect the dots. And then when you finally connect the dots, it just expands it even more. Let's not even hesitate any longer or put it off um, because you might die again. I just want to let you know because it's- Well, again, I haven't died yet, sir, but it's- You're right. I shouldn't say again. Here's here's number three. Three is when I go out. Third best. Here we go. Here's death trap season. um, And I told you I'd spring them on you. So- Let me, uh, this, this will be a good point for the, the anchor ad real quick. Cause I am going to, I'm going to uh, scour this real quick. No, and make yeah. Sure this you is read good. it real quick because let you me know, just make sure real quick. Bro is very particular with the, the information that I need to know. I know. So I, I don't want to put you in a position where there's no way you can do this, uh, but will the Royal die? We'll find out after this anchor ad. I hope you're ready to put your skills to the test. We, you would have definitely, I mean, first of all, it needs to be said, uh, repeated, uh, that you're two for two. And when this idea came to me, I thought, man, this, you know, I don't know. I, I, I remember this and obviously I haven't read it in a while, but I, I know this book well, and I remember these traps and I've always I've always loved them. So I just always think these would, these would be kind of difficult on the fly. Like if somebody was put to the test, these, these could claim some lives. <laughs> so I, it's not that I thought you would do one way or the other, honestly, but uh, you know, two for two is two for two. That's good, man. Uh, so to this point, two for two, uh, we'll round things out with this third one that I'm springing on you. You've had no uh, prep 
on this. Um, the last one was what part of the what part of the script are we on right now? <laughs> yeah, page it's uh, page forty two actually. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah page forty two, all the way kind of down on the bottom left. Um, <laughs> so um, we'll we'll ramp up the difficulty for the sake of the drama uh, and the content. Uh, this one's gonna put you to the test. So this the others were not really the test. This is the real fucking death trap test. Uh, and here we go. <clears throat> the door swings shut behind you. You hear the snick of bolts closing and realize that you are well and truly trapped. On the opposite wall is a door. It bears a single inscription, the word inside. Looking around the room, you take in its dimensions, 20 feet by 20 feet with a 12 foot ceiling. You notice that there are no doorknobs on either door. The walls are featureless concrete. The ceiling is also concrete, but there is a two inch thick rope that hangs from the ceiling to about an inch from the floor. As you start looking around, you suddenly feel the floor start to move. It is slowly moving away from the right wall as it appears, as it disappears into the left wall. It looks like it will take about a minute for the floor to be completely retracted. And we are starting that minute now. First thing I'm gonna do, uh, see that it says inside there's a rope. I'm going to that rope and I'm giving it a slight tug to see how how sturdy this thing is. Um, it feels very sturdy. And then I will put all of my weight on this rope. Okay, so you have like clung onto it and feet off the ground, all your weight on the rope? Is that what you mean? Not, not super high. My feet is maybe like three inches just, off the ground right now. Just above the ground? Okay. Like I'm or, just, and, I, and I'm not, I'm not hanging. I'm just doing like a, a, a slight like jump pull thing. Okay. Yeah, you're kind of like yeah. maybe hanging all your weight at the bottom of it. So you're at 45 seconds now into that minute the floor is almost completely gone but uh, you are no longer on the floor as you're attempting this so yeah you are noticing the the floor go away there's five seconds left it's almost virtually gone now and the rope is holding you it's not like giving there's not like a a, a dip and that's well over a minute so so now the uh, floor is definitely gone you are clinging okay. to this rope all um, right the gradually disappearing floor reveals a 120 foot deep shaft at the bottom are six foot long, very narrow, sharpened spikes. You see a few skeletal remains between the bristling spikes. You estimate that there are roughly eh, 3,600 spikes down there. Um, okay. I don't know why that's the estimation, but there's a shitload of spikes. Um, yeah, so that's happening. Okay, given, given my training, Given my training, because I have background training with ropes, I'm going to uh, basically like uh, like a silk aerialist type wrap my body within this rope to secure it, so that one, it doesn't take me, uh, it doesn't like cut off any type of circulation, and I can be snug on the rope without having to hold it. I've basically created my own um, harness within this rope. 
So hold on real quick, uh, timers aside, there's no timer at the moment, but is because I was also kind of reading and listening, what, fully explain that again, what you're attempting to do. They're hanging from this rope. Attempt, attempt my ass. <laughs> there's a way you can secure this rope to your body to where it doesn't, um, you don't have to hold it. It just supports your weight by itself. Think, so think so about would, it, a, would it be like wrapped around your waist or something? Yeah, it's around my waist. Think about it like a, a repelling okay, rope. Okay. You can secure it around your uh, around your waist to where you can just free hang and you're no longer going up and down. And it's and it's all on you to unwind it if you want it to, or uh, let it let it keep itself taut. Okay. Um, interesting, interesting move. And I, I just wanted to verify <laughs> that's what you're doing. Um, so while you're in doing that, and I totally believe that you would do it, uh, can do it, know how to do it. Um, so you're doing all of that, but as you're doing that, you start to feel a vibration from the rope as you okay. would. And you realize that the rope is now being raised up through the hole that it's coming oh, I'm out. sorry. How big, how big is this hole? It doesn't say it. Uh, I need to know how big this hole is. 20 feet by 20 feet with a 12 foot ceiling. Uh, there's a two inch thick rope. So it's, it's two inches for sure because the rope is, you know, coming out, but um, it doesn't say beyond that. It doesn't say you could put four fingers in there. You could fit a book. Uh, it's just, you know, the rope is hanging out. Um, so tying, the, you I'm realize tying that the up. rope is now being raised up through the hole and you estimate that the last of the rope will disappear in two minutes. I'm first, I'm going to hike up as much as I can. Um, and within that time, I'm going to find a way to loop a knot within this, uh, this rope. Okay. You know what I mean? Like so you're essentially, those, like, so you're essentially pull my body up. Yeah, you're essentially making it shorter though, so it's so it's actually less time before the rope. No, 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 no. Because I, I hike, I like, I climbed up, which means the length of the rope is still okay. down at the bottom. Okay, so you're at the I'm, top. You're at where it like basically comes out. Okay. And I've I've made a you knotted stick. it up there. Yes. <laughs> Uh, how are you <laughs> nodding? How are you nodding it though? How are you nodding with my are, body? Are you, what do you mean? So you just you could just like pinch it and then no no you don't no, you don't okay, you, so I'm you know it. what I mean like you don't need the very bottom of that to create an actual knot. I absolutely do. That's where my feet are at. So I lift my feet up, throw it in the hoop, I hike it up to bring it over my head, and now the knot's up here. We're, we're over halfway in, by the way. We're a minute and ten seconds in. Good. I have more time then. <laughs> <laughs> not much, but I, I find a way to, to do it again. Just now, now it's like double knotted, and I use the rest of the rope and I go back down again. Silk with my body. So I've knotted. If this thing is rotating up, it's gonna get caught on itself, and it's gonna jam. How do you know it's not just getting pulled straight up? Well, it's not gonna go through the hole. Because now, now there's concrete. A minute forty, um, so twenty seconds are left. We'll say, we'll and, say, uh, we'll say your actual your actions have actually slowed things down. So I will give you another minute and a half. 
All right. I, I will, even though I said it would be harder, I'm, I'm fudging the, the, for the content because we're almost at two minutes. You have a minute and a half more before the rope, the, 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 the ropes pull is so strong. It's starting to undo knots that you're making. So it's, can it's, I swing back and forth to touch the other door? Uh, no, not really. I mean, you could swing, but as again, as it's getting pulled up, obviously you're, you're to be able to reach is, is limited. So there's no way <laughs> you telling me there's no way I can swing over there to this other door. What would you be swinging to though? It's just a flat surface. There's no knobs. No, I want to, I want to, I didn't, I didn't have time to, to, to kick it. I want to know if I can kick this door. Oh, well, I will say, I will say that you have tried that before in these other two rooms, just to save you the attempt. Uh, you've tried that and you know, that's not going to work. You know, kicking these doors don't budge like that. Cause I mean, there's only ever been one way to get out of these rooms. Has there not? It's been the tile had to be depressed. And then I had to figure, I had to show patience. Uh, the gas had to be released and I had to finger the hole. Uh, and now the rope. Yeah, but this one being, says inside, this which says could have inside, meant, which could have meant inside of come what? inside this door, come inside this door. Well, the rope is being retracted and your time is ticking. So your rope, your knots are still being kind of unloosened by the pull. I mean, they resist for as long as they can, but the pull of the rope is, is too much. Uh, this death trap is, 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 you know, trap proof and it's claimed lives. So it's not like it'd be any shame if your life ended in the next 30 seconds, you know, that's, you know what? It, it wouldn't be a shame. I'm still swinging around. <laughs> okay. All right. You're swinging around. You're, you're, you're trying to get, reach it. You know, it's just the less rope there is, the, 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 you know, the less you can reach. So now we're, we're done to almost 10 seconds. I hike back up for one final attempt. I want to put my hand through this hole. If it can fit, I don't, we don't know how big this hole is. I don't know if this is against policy. And right <laughs> as you're doing that, and right as you're trying to attempt it, you fall the surprisingly short 120 feet. You feel sharp pains. You don't have time to figure out where the pains are coming from before you die death trap I accept. death trap number three was a doozy um okay though it's not like i wish there was a prize um first of all i want to <laughs> say i commend you I, I commend you for playing along um uh i got a kick out of that but i think it's time to reveal this book and re reveal the sort of inspiration behind it um i don't know how well you could see that I can see that how well it translates on the, the reverse of it, but it's, that's why I was laughing to myself about you mentioning the Ninja Turtles. This is a role-playing book. Um, it's not yeah. quite a comic book, but it's, it is literally, it's a, it's a thin book, but it's literally just quests. It's like, you know, a role-playing book you would buy that has pre-made games. And one mm -hmm. of the quests is just a bunch of these traps, uh, to shout out to this book. It's literally just called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures. That's literally the title of the book. Um, I know of no adventure where any of the turtles <laughs> died like that. Um, uh, well, shout out to that because that is a role playing game or was, I guess, if you want to talk about the books no longer being in print, but uh, sure. it's just funny because that to me is the through line of everything. We wanted to originally talk comics. Um, and so we kind of have, we found moments to do that. Um, and I wanted to bring this book specifically up because of those traps, because again, I, I kind of just felt it. I was like, I think LaRoyal is going to do really well at these and, and he'll take to these. But beyond that, because it is a role-playing book uh, and I know you're into 
role playing. I know that's gotten become a bigger aspect of your life. You've been on some other podcasts where that's literally the theme of the podcast, etc. And we've talked about this, I think, more privately, but definitely at some point we've mentioned a role playing game. So all of this has not just been about the traps. It's all leading to this. Mm-hmm. And I want to I want to ask you now while we're recording. Um, would you be open to running a game for the podcast? Yes. <laughs> All right. That was that. Listen, that. listen, man. The last time we were on here, you was like, "You want to, you want to do a book challenge?" And I said yes. And then before I even knew how many books you wanted me to read, <laughs> so yeah, man. You know, uh, so it's, that's it's true. Like, it's the same thing. Say say yes to things and 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 go for it. So you you want me to run? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to task you with something. I don't want to give you homework. The reason I, I posed it that way is specific too, because I don't know if you said this to me when we last hung out or if this was something mm-hmm. you tweeted, but I know it comes from you. You expressed sometime not that long ago that you wanted to run a game. Maybe I dreamt it. I don't know. And I know that no, no, I into role playing. I've wanted yeah. to kind of do one privately. I've never talked about it in specifics with the pod, but I figure if you would be open to it, if you, if you've, if you're already like in that headspace of prepping and making up a game and coming up with stuff, I figure why not at least throw you this idea. I don't expect you to be like, yes, and I have an idea right now, but, but I wanted to throw that out there and get your brain tickling and, 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 you know, marinating about that over, you know, however long it takes that, that um, given your experience being on roll for it pod, I believe it's called, uh, you kind of know how, you know better than anybody else on this podcast how best to incorporate a a RPG into this format. So I've been playing yeah. RPGs my whole life on some level. I, I It's been years. I'll go like many years where I don't play them. But for instance, this book and other books like it, I've had in my possession for years. So I've, I'm always looking literally for an excuse to incorporate role-playing games into anything I'm doing. So I feel like it's it's overdue to incorporate it into the pie guys. So um, I would be honored if you wanted to set up a game somehow. It does. It, it could be something like this where clearly we didn't need dice. Um, mm-hmm. That was another reason why I wanted to do that book specifically because I was like, yeah, we don't, you know, I, we don't, we don't all have stuff right now. So um, uh, it could be purely, you know, in our minds. But it, maybe we get character sheets. Maybe we get really specific. I mean, that's entirely up to you in the future. But I wanted to bring that up. So. Well, You're in? well, before we get too far, because my OCD is kicking back in, how was one supposed to survive that trap? 